Hey everybody, welcome to Jeff Grant's Evolving Podcast, this is Jeff Grant. Let me give you a quick rundown before we jump into today's packed out episode filled with lots of fun. This episode I recorded with my friends Cole Watkins, Ron Allison, and uh, James Baker. They came over. The game of the episode is we kind of all came with three recommendations of things, TV shows, movies, books, music, breed of dogs, type of paper... I don't think Ron totally understood the idea we were aiming for, or he didn't finish reading the text message when we kind of texted the prompt around everybody. So you'll see what I mean when we get there. I was going to do a quick a quick uh, warning as far as it's not, the language is a little explicit. It's not, some of you don't care about this stuff, but some of you are very sensitive about this stuff. It's not like, grab him by the but it's, you know, I know that doesn't matter to some of you, but we're, we're trying to, I'm, I'm, it's not as family friendly as you might expect, but it's mostly, uh, I don't know. Don't listen to this with kids. They won't like any of this stuff anyway. And I'm calling this Tastemakers 1 because hopefully there will be more of these. I think it'd be fun to, to maybe get together with these guys every couple months and see what everybody's into and if you check the description of this episode, I'm going to include kind of a rundown of all the topics and what time we talk about each thing. So if you want to skip ahead or if you don't want to know what we're talking about, don't read it. But I can see the whole conversation not being fascinating to every single person. So if you're short on time and you just want to listen to a couple of them, you can jump around. Jump around. Jump around. And... Uh, also, there are, I've noticed listening back that there are moments where we might say an incorrect thing, like an actor's incorrect name or some, something along those lines. We are uh, human beings and we don't have all the information in our brains. Just wanted to put that out there. And uh, I have to go. I've got to do this really fast. So I need to move on and go do something else now. So, uh, any, but I hope you enjoy the episode and uh, thank you for listening. And here you go. Now listen to us explain all that I just said, like, within the episode. Bye. So, when we recommend something, are we supposed to just elaborate on it? And then, like, everybody else talks about it? Or they ask questions about it? And then we try to answer those <coughs> questions? Or Probably. Well, we're just talking, man. I thought one of my ideas was to get a little timer. I forgot to get it. I can get it if we need it, but... Uh, I don't think it'll matter. Yeah, I don't... We'll talk, and if it gets too long, we'll try to move on. Okay. It seems like we're not as, like, worried about time as I thought we might be. But, uh... I'll just start it, I guess. <laughs> Are you already recording? Have you been recording? I've been recording for three minutes. Cool. Oh, man, did he just... Huh. He just pulled a Nerdist on us. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I'll Chris. use it all. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I have to be Matt in the background. <laughs> okay, let's just like, uh, how about everybody introduce yourselves first? Hi, my name's James. I'm thirty. I'm a, I'm a man from the ages between eighteen to thirty-four years old. <laughs> and that's the demographic that I belong in. So, base my, you can judge me on my recommendations based on that. Hello, I'm Ronald. I also am of the same demographic. 
Topping off that demographic, I'm Cole. <laughs> and I have th much of the same interests as these two fellas. Which is? Talking about stuff I like. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Jeff, and this is my podcast. <clears throat> and uh, I'm, I'm a black person, if you couldn't tell by the sound of my voice. Hmm. <laughs> or, okay. <laughs> Well, I was going to say, this isn't a big deal, but we used to all be in like a video making group, Maximum Huge. BJ was also in it, BJ Eakin, uh, who's probably one of the only people I can think of who will listen to this. Has he been on the show? He, he was on an earlier episode. It was one I ended up having to, to delete to make room for <laughs> another one. And then like a week later, I like upgraded my SoundCloud account so I didn't have to do it. But I want to, I might, uh, I might yeah. put those back on here. You have a lost episodes? Yeah, a lost episodes. I like he, that that one didn't BJ make the episodes. cut. Yeah, BJ, you're like, which one can I delete? The one with BJ. No, I was trying to keep, I was trying to keep it as long as I could and it was like, I needed like 20 minutes or something and it was, 25 minutes or something real goofy like that. What did y'all talk about? Uh, we did it, it was right after Christmas, like probably 2014 or 15. It was oh. when he was in this house over at, um, like Alliance by Alliance yeah. stuff. <clears throat> so a while ago. We just talked, I don't remember what we talked about. Maximum Huge. His dogs were there so you could like hear him running around and stuff. Hmm. Yeah, it was good. If I get it back up, y'all y'all should listen to it, but it's not there right now. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so the the okay, what we're doing today, it's it's kind of I just told everybody to bring like three recommendations of 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 a uh, just whatever it can be a movie or a TV show or album or restaurant or breed of dog or wait really yeah i should have i told you that I didn't you told know. me breed of dog I didn't but talk. i didn't take you seriously so i just have uh i just have three topics it oh, doesn't like matter it really doesn't matter about? yeah we can do that too that's at the same cool. time i like that actually we'll spread it out part, I... part of the fun of this is no one knows what the other one's like part of, I was when I wrote some down some stuff down I was like what if some of the other guys have so it's fine so like Rhode, I don't care. Rhode Island's cool. neither a road nor an island discuss that kind of thing <laughs> is that what you brought <laughs> kind of you'll see well I brought I brought a list I I did more than three just in case yeah we I did we're too. going fast or something I brought three things but some of these things can kind of be melded in to one like i mean i have a category three different categories of things and they're all related to each other i guess or Whoa. okay well, i don't know it, it's like topics and categories i don't know if it's categories so much it's just like well i like this because of this and i watch this through this and you'll you'll see they're kind of related to yeah. each other kind of uh-huh okay sounds good to me i, I didn't want to be too rigid about it it's not like a it's not a tv show <laughs> <laughs> Uh, did it, I'm trying to, I guess, my, I guess we could just go in a circle and everybody does one and then, uh, we'll just see how, how long it takes. I have a, I don't know if y'all can see the, I put my phone there. Oh, so thank I, God. I can see what time it is. But. I was worried about that. 
Thanks. Actually, I don't want to see it. Oh, okay. put it in an angle where only he can see it. Right. Cole doesn't. He doesn't you don't want to. Know I have an aversion to, to clocks. Yeah. You want me to like make that easier? <laughs> There's a the clock water? Right there. Oh no. You're just being cruel anyway, now. Uh, do you? Do we're we, wasting time, guys. Are we on the same topic? Like, are, are you going to be like TV shows go? I, I don't know. know I don't, <laughs> it, it's going to bounce around. It's okay. going to be all over the place. But cool. There's not. It doesn't have to be. We do. I say, think the more different and whatever, the more. Do you put these be. things up unfiltered, or do you edit stuff out? I can edit stuff out, but oh, yeah. it usually, I don't know. Usually, I'll maybe cut like little parts okay. out. Well, be sure to edit me out of the podcast completely. You're kind of on. <laughs> who are y'all talking to? You're kind of on the fence about it, <laughs> though. I mean, where do you stand <laughs> about editing things out? Hey, editor. Um, what? I'm just gonna mark right here. You kind of were like, I can. You didn't answer it. <laughs> Where do you stand on editing things out, Jeff? Um, oh, that's one of Ron's topics. <laughs> oh, it is? He just snipered that topic in. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, no one told you I'm the king of segues? <laughs> what, 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 uh, what, is it? what editors would you recommend? Jeff, go. I, I edit in logic. Oh, you didn't let him finish the but, question. That start with the letter R. That start with is Jeff, reason one. If you don't know all the <laughs> editors that are nominated for Academy Award this year, I'm gonna be very disappointed in you. Go. Starting okay. with R, alphabetically backwards. I know Baby Driver was nominated because I thought it was well edited. Also, very good. I think at least it was ne- edited for sound editing. You passed Wait, nominated the test. for sound editing. Uh, <sighs> Was that one of your questions? I can give you more no, information. No, you're getting lampooned right now. We're sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Can I do the next one? Because it's kind of tied. Yeah. yeah so you said started, I'm getting lampooned. It's yeah. your and show. And it's tied into. <laughs> Starting us off with the first thing of our favorite things. <laughs> he said lampooned and I was, it made me want to The old this. switcheroo. They just put this. Have you guys heard of this movie called. A futile and stupid gesture. No. They just put it on Netflix. It's a, uh, it's a like a comedic biopic about this guy Doug Kinney, who was one of the co-founders of National Lampoon. Oh, really? And uh, yeah, it's directed by David Wayne. Really? I remember seeing a trailer for that. Was that a Netflix joint, or is it just like on Netflix? Um. It is on Netflix. I don't. I remember hearing them. I remember reading, listening to an interview with David Wayne like probably six months ago, and he mentioned it. And I thought it was a movie that was coming out, and then it was like a. This movie's out on Netflix now. <laughs> so. Uh, Man, I'm on board. But uh, it's cool. Like I think y'all, you guys would definitely like it. Doesn't it have it's, somebody playing like Chevy Chase? Yeah, like, Joel McHale plays Chevy yeah, Chase. Yeah, I did hear about that. And he's a and, big uh, jerk. Will Forte plays. <laughs> the guy. Yeah, yeah, he's bad <clears throat> i kind of but it, it's where i think y'all would like it yeah definitely a futile and what gesture it's called it's called a futile and stupid gesture oh, okay which is apparently a a quote from animal house oh. he co-wrote animal house and caddyshack the guy that it's about and uh i so realized I watching it that maybe i haven't seen i had the chance to watch that at texas theater but i left early oh you baby <laughs> 
I always Should wondered. Stayed and watched it. Well, the, Is this the whenever you're theater? watching Animal House, where they're playing that too, or something? Or yeah, that, that's why. So I went to a party at Texas Theater, and it was Animal House themed because they were going oh, to really? play Animal House. Yeah. Oh man. But we were like, this is dumb. Scout here and go to stupid bar. <laughs> I always wondered what the origin of the National Lampoon name was. Yeah. I don't even know um, what that means. Well, in the it, movie, it was a magazine. I, first, it was right? uh, the Harvard Lampoon. Was it like Mad Magazine kind of? I think so. It, well, it was. Well, yeah, it was. It was know. like. It was like that. I know all about this. I watched it yesterday, and I'm just like an expert. And it's a lot of the guys started from the Harvard Lampoon, and they kind of. I think what happened is it was a success there, and they decided to make it the National Lampoon, and so they kind of it kind of blew up, and then uh, and then they they it sounded like they kind of found like Bill Murray and uh, James Belushi and. Gilda Radner and Chevy Chase and all these like people that ended up going to SNL, which it start SNL started like I guess like not long after. So were they based out of Chicago? Or were they part of, like the Chicago? Uh, where were they? Scene? Because I know the SNL creators came from Canada, right? It was Lorne Michaels. Lorne Michaels. He's and just he Canadian brought, though, but everyone's from CCTV wasn't Rick and all Moranis that, or Second City and all involved that from Chicago. To you at first, or did he ever go? I don't know. Well, I think a lot of the like. Modern com- comedy world came out of like, um, the Groundlings mm-hmm. and Second City and uh, and National Lampoon. Like like those three were like kind of the source of of uh, a lot of what went into ended up becoming SNL and all this. And then uh, but there was a lot about National Lampoons I I wasn't familiar with. It was kind of I was wondering if it would, the movie would have been. Like cool for people who already knew all this stuff because it's probably just like reading a Wikipedia entry in a way. Mm. But uh, <clears throat> as far as it just kind of goes through all these, this happened and then this happened and this. Happened. But it, the the way that they made it, it's kind of like uh, they take liberties with like this guy doesn't really look like this guy <laughs> really get you know lots of orgies. Yeah, yeah, a mm. lot. Actually, well, yeah. What was the next topic we were gonna? <laughs> Should we go around in a circle? Do we want to do a circle? We could do like a star. Yeah. Oh, James. Okay, I'll start. start. Uh, okay, well, one of the things that I I thought of was uh, I got really into this show. It's an anime, and it's called JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. And it's not like most animes. It was a manga. I think it was like the first. It's been going on like since like the late 80s. I'm like. Like, and then there's, like, usually parts to it, you know? That's usually how mangas and animes, if they get adapted from the manga work. Anyway, and I uh, just really got into it recently, and you can watch it on the streaming network, and it's it's, it's VRV. I guess it's pronounced Verve. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Cole and Ron both brought this to my attention because... Not only can you watch things like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, like in, in other animes, you can watch like Dragon Ball Super, for instance. That's the new version of Dragon Ball, uh, Dragon Ball Z, for uh, most commonly known to most people. 
Um, but you can also watch like comedy shows on this sort of service. Like Dan Harmon has a series on there. I know you really like Dan Harmon. Uh, Harmon Quest or yeah, Harmon Quest. You can okay. watch Harmon Quest on there, and there's a whole bunch of other stuff that from a former streaming service called CISO. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. I've, I've yeah, so CISO got like consumed by Verve. And it's essentially just like what CISO used to be, but there's a whole bunch of like anime type stuff in there okay. now too. Cool. But uh, if you're like a fan of anime, you haven't watched an anime in a while, or you're looking to get back into it, see what's kind of new and hot with the kids these days, I would recommend watching JoJo's Bizarre Adventure because it's really, really good once you get... Uh, like the the most popular part, because like I've already mentioned, it's in parts. I think it's technically part three. It's called Stardust Crusaders, so it might be slow for most people at the beginning, but just try and just you know if if you're struggling to get through it, I don't know. You might just want to skip Stardust Crusaders, but that's really like where it really starts to get good. You know, is that part of the series? You might have to watch like twenty episodes first. <coughs> Until you get there. How much is the service? It's free, actually. Really? So, uh, and the other thing about um, <clears throat> Verve is that it's like kind of like a, it's under the umbrella of this other streaming service called Crunchyroll. That's where like all okay. the anime stuff comes from. So like, I don't know if like if you're subscribed to Crunchyroll, you can also get Verve too. But like there's a premium, essentially there's a premium and there's a regular version but like uh i think with crunchyroll you actually have to pay in order to watch certain shows but those same shows are actually on verve so you don't hang even, on you don't stop right there what you're getting paid by verve aren't you <laughs> <laughs> maybe no commercials <laughs> yeah we, or are there ads on the you just need one? to put it because other two topics are about verve <laughs> yeah <laughs> says how great is Verve. Oh, I forgot to mention that Jeff needs to put a disclaimer on his SoundCloud that this podcast has been sponsored by Verve. So <laughs> all of our opinions and recommendations are suspect to corporate greed and payouts. And I have only just now heard of Verve, but if you'd like to sponsor Jeff Grant's development <laughs> podcast. Verve, please sponsor this. But yeah, even if, you, even if you don't like anime or whatever, there's tons of stuff on Verve that you can watch, like I already mentioned, all the comedy shows that you yeah. can get. But, uh, yeah, I like anime, and I really like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. So, What's cool. the uh, premise of that show? See, that's where... It's actually in the title. It's, it's, it's bizarre, but, like, it's... One of the reasons why I like it so much is that the first two parts, there's actually... They could almost can be considered, like, a different genre... Of like storytelling because it's like gothic it starts out as like gothic horror, and then once you get it has like vampires and stuff spoilers or whatever, um, but then like there's actually a switch, like in part three. Like I already mentioned, that's probably people's favorite part of the series, but like they introduce this entire new power set. Once again, we're dealing with anime here. So, like, the abilities and, like, fighting techniques of, like, the main characters completely... There's, like, a shift that happens. Hmm. And I don't want to give it away, because that's part of the fun, is if you actually watch the show. And then, like, there's an, there's this entire new thing that, like, kind of flips the show on its head. And it gets really, really awesome. 
So, so, like, when you say part three, is that, like, episode three, or is there, like, no. chunks of a season? Um, each, the first two parts are about ten episodes long, okay. each. So, like, it's probably, like, I think you get into, like, episode 30-ish is whenever part three starts. Hmm. At least, how that's how the current anime has been adapted. I know, uh, Ron, Ronnie was telling me about how, uh, Stardust Crusaders, the one that I keep referring to, there's actually a... 90s version of the anime yeah i saw it back in the day yeah and it was a little six-parter you had to buy a bootleg of Mm -hmm. yeah it was i dug it it was one of my favorite ever yeah see i didn't even know about that but this is like this is like the one that got produced like fairly recently like i think it came out like in 2013 2014 is whenever they started producing the modern version of jojo cool yeah that's my thing my first thing. All right. Mine, I guess. Uh, let's skip you. Okay. And, uh, no. Cool. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Okay, well. Um, so, mine's not a show or anything, of course, but outlets are a hot commodity these days. So back in the day, you didn't search for an outlet at the airport. Now there's not enough of them. Is this like a stand-up kind of thing? No. Okay. <laughs> like no one gave a crap about how many outlets were at the place you were at back in the day. Are you talking about to plug your shit in? Yeah. Mm. Right? Because now first thing I go over the airport, I want to charge my stuff before I get on the plane. I no, I think it was they, like a thing still. They just came out. I think outlets started in like 89. <laughs> That's why they weren't around yet. <laughs> No, it's just a little small detail that no one really cares about, and then now we've all got our devices and stuff, and I sound like the old person right now, but yeah. Like, I didn't give a crap about an outlet back in the day, you know? <clears throat> Thoughts. Well, I'm trying to think of... Maybe, maybe that's why, though, because there's so many people that have devices that need charging. Sure. That the airport might have, like, power bill issues if everybody was constantly plugging their, their crap in. Well, I mean, malls do it now, where there's just charging stations. I don't know how an airport is not going to afford it. If well, I guess a mall. What brings in more, a mall or an airport? Well, I'm probably airport. Think about it. That's a tough the question, retail, I think. though. Yeah. But also, airports have I pricey could tickets. I figure out which one. Let's just leave Google in the past for now. <laughs> But, yeah, you're not right. They're, like, all over the place. We're surrounded by outlets. Like, what if they're... Well, there's never enough when you need them. But then, I don't know. They were so ins- insignificant. Ten years ago? Fifteen years ago? It was an outlet. You plug a lamp into it. Yeah. It's also flip-flopped phones, you know? Whenever, in the past, you couldn't wait to get that past those red lights... And now it's like someone sends you a hot, hot text message, and yeah. now you can't Not get past those them. green lights <laughs> quick enough. You're just praying for a redder. <laughs> it's phones, man. They they control our lives, like. Yeah, I don't know about you guys, but I'm I'm gonna jump on them before they get real big. Yeah. Phones. Yeah. We start yeah. investing in outlets. <laughs> <laughs> is is our outlets the next Bitcoin? Yeah, hey, come on, get your outlets at Ron's Outlets. No, hold on, they haven't been improved on. <laughs> oh wait, have, I, you might have not have seen this, but they have these things that are like 
this is cool. Like, Sorry. it's like a plug. You Sorry. plug it into an outlet, and then it's this kind of like. Uh, it makes it more. It has like more outlets. Yeah, on man. It. You can plug more. It's like um an outlet multiplier kind it's of. Pretty cool. I forget right? what they're called. It was a great Dude, idea. I, got, I came up with. I got my dad an outlet multiplier. You did? Ooh. Yeah, and it also has USBs in it. What? People live their USBs nowadays. What else? Wait, what's to stop us from plugging any old thing into it now? Um, self-respect. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, here's a question about outlets and uh, multi- outlet multipliers. Like, right? If you have a, let's say you have a, an outlet and an outlet multiplier, and it's sitting there, and then you plugged other. You say it has five plugs. Mm-hmm. You plug five more outlets to me. And then you just keep plugging more. Like, how how many could you do and still run? Are you talking about multiplying outlets with outlet multipliers? Pretty sure you're you're overloading. You're at twenty five, and then you're at. I can't. You know, y'all do math. Wait, math. I know we're gonna do word problems. (laughs) It's like if you plug, if you plug an outlet into its own socket. Like, is that like the Ouroboros, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, is it infinity? You create you get some zero, sort of zero vortex. point energy. Yeah. <laughs> That's like what we've been missing this whole time. And if you think about it, like, people, I mean, we're not literally outlets, but it's like a giant outlet multiplier train of, or tree. Are you talking about human centipede like people. right now? Yeah, I guess. Cole, what's your. Um, let's see. I'll just go down my list in order. So I'll start at the top. I did. I also did a TV show. I started with TV, mm. guys. Um, I talked to Jeff about this vaguely, but Emerald City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I remember talking about. It's actually by the. It's produced by the guy who did um, the Cell. If you ever saw that. Tarsum is that his name? Yeah, something Tarsum, and like he also did the Fall. Yeah, I remember that. And movie. it's like the style visually is very much like in those worlds, kind of. But it's taking all the characters from Wizard of Oz books. And it's almost like a Game of Thrones type of situation, but with Wizard of Oz. And it unfortunately got canceled. So I'm hoping enough people liked it that someone else will pick it up, but that probably won't happen. I heard Verve might be interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, they can take on the comedy angle. Oh, no. It has Vincent D'Onofrio in it. That, that one like looked that really guy. interesting. I remember seeing the trailer, and mm-hmm. I didn't realize that that was the guy that made it. Yeah. But I remember watching The Fall, and that was a neat movie. Yeah, it's almost like if if that movie continued on and and went into the world of Wizard of Oz, it's like that's how it feels. Did when they you sing watch it. and stuff? No. No. I hate, I hate singing. Yeah, sorry. singing's stupid. That's the dumbest art form. <laughs> um, was it ten episodes? I think it was something like that. Okay. It was on NBC? Yeah, it was NBC, but it didn't seem like... It didn't feel like an NBC like TV show. They were like, trying it to kind of like do a big epic fantasy yeah. type story. Was this it in like the last year? Yeah, it was like, a, year, it was like it. a year ago. And it wasn't like... It didn't seem like a safe TV show either. Like, it felt like something you might see on HBO. I mean, there wasn't, like, 
nudity, but it was pretty, uh, it's pretty on the cuff. It was, a, it was a real to life prison drama. Yeah, man. <laughs> Someone got shot in the face in like the first episode. <laughs> in the face. They, I thought they showed, I thought they showed the Tin Man's butt or something. Tin Man's blood? <laughs> but what? His butt? Where's... His butt's tin, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so you got like a Ken butt? There was this really, really awkward scene where, okay, he kind of starts out as a real boy, and, uh... Tin Man? Yeah. He's, he's like, the guy who plays him is, like, 17. Okay. And, like, through the process of a few episodes, he actually gets his Tin Man body. Like, he has an accident, and someone, like, rebuilds him together. Oh, Singularity. I always wanted Singularity, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And, like... He's, like, on the court of this queen who, like, decides that he's going to be, like, her, her like, right-hand man to, yeah. like, go with her and all her, like, little quests and stuff. And there's this part where, like, she, like, gives him a handy Jason. Ooh. Yeah. Like, rubs, rubs on his medals. And, like, <laughs> it's really awkward. And this was NBC. Wow. Sounds like Verve or something. Yeah, sounds like Verve. <laughs> I mean, Verve, I can see it. But... Yeah. I'm telling you guys, wow. Verve has so much to offer him <laughs> in terms of entertainment. JoJo's Bizarre Adventures, indeed. I feel like I am going to get contacted by Verve. Like... Yeah. Jeff, we love the show. <laughs> You're listening to Jeff Grant's Evolving Podcast. Uh... <laughs> Not to go Verb. off topic, but... So, you ever, Jeff, you ever sit at home? What's, uh, what's new on Verve this week? <laughs> <laughs> that sounded really good on the... I could hear it on the headphones. Yeah, I, it lean, worked really I, well. I leaned in. What does VRV stand for? Any, anything, like... The well, world is your oyster. Well, it's Vince Vaughn's network. I don't know if you know that. He's like the stakeholder. And it's Vince. virtual reality Vince. Okay. So Virtual reality Vince. Yeah. <laughs> It was supposed to be like a 360 tour thing he did with augmented reality. Yeah, he, he got, was like, just screw it, we'll just throw shows on there. He got singularityed into Earmuffs. virtual reality. Anyways, this is a cool show, and I'm sad it got canceled, so, yeah. Sadly, these days in, in the t- television climate, it's hard to get attached to anything. <laughs> you said it, mister. Okay. Unless you're on Verve, huh? <laughs> well, I got attached to all the shows on CISO, and then they got eaten Canned. up by Verve. So, there's always hope, you know? Verve didn't actually eat him up, though, you guys. CISO just went under. Under Verve's and, tongue. Oh, f- fun fact, guess who owned CISO? NBC. Yeah, NBC. <gasps> but who owns Verve? Isn't that also NBC? That's just like... What is it? Like, uh... Hey, we have all these channels you want. Like, they went under where they were like, we'll just take some of these. That's what happened there. Time Warner? Maybe. Anyways. Um, who's to say? Alright, I'll do another TV show. This is one y'all might have heard of, but it's it's very dark, so I wouldn't recommend this to everyone, but some people would like it. It's on Netflix. It's called the end of the effing world. Oh my god. Whoa. <laughs> I didn't know it was this kind of show. You remember those editing skills we were talking about? Yeah, it'll, I'll have like a bleep in it. It's a... 
It was a... Bleak <laughs> foul effing. Effing? Whoa. Uh, oh, sorry, <clears throat> I said it again. <laughs> Jeff, hand sit down, me. man. Put that knife down. That, have you seen it? Have you seen it? Yeah, just back off, all right? You're grabbing my arm. The end of the... <laughs> it's, it's a show... Freaking world. <laughs> oh. I actually, I saw a trailer for it yesterday... Yeah. And I want to start watching it. Ed, the dude, he's in the Black Mirror yeah. episode about the pedophile ring or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, uh, it's basically, it, it's like a, it's not BBC, but it's some like British. It's like a casting company. Yeah, it was like a Netflix and some com- British company, like they joined together to make it. BBN. And it was based on a graphic novel. And it's, it's I mean, it's like super dark, but because it's like, it's like a high school thing. And this guy's, like, decided that he's probably a... He decides that he's, like, a, a serial killer. And he's, like, wants to... He meets this girl and uh, just thinks, like, I think she'll be a good first kill. And then, uh... But she's, like, kind of got her own problems. And she, like... They, she's kind of, like... Let's run away. Let's get out of here. <laughs> so, she's, so like they, wait, they like wait, wait, they go what on was the. That? Let's say that again. Let's go away from here. <laughs> she's like, oh, I get doesn't it. get along with her. She has an accent. Wait. <laughs> anyway, so they like, they leave, and then uh, it's a very, uh, it's like a dark comedy type show, but yeah. it's more uh. They laughing about how he well, he wants to kill her. Ha ha. ha. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also kind of a love story. Yeah, he make <laughs> she makes him into a real boy, with real feelings, right? I think y'all would like it. It's the cool thing about it is it's eight episodes and it's real short. Like I think most episodes are like twenty minutes or less. So I watched mm. it like in one night. Uh, I don't. I would say if people are listening to this, it might be not your taste. You might not like it, but I think you guys would probably like it here. You're giving yeah. some good. It's probably the best. I, I I watched it like the first week of the year, and I was like, "This is the best thing I've seen in 2018." And then I was like, "I guess that doesn't sound like it means much, but it it <laughs> yeah. still is the probably the best. I think the best for a shows. month. This is the men the, the best show so far. <laughs> but yeah, y'all should watch it. All right, go ahead. Oh, my next thing. Uh well, you caught me off guard. I forgot which one I wanted to talk about first. Well, um, I'm just going to talk about the first thing that I can think of right now. Uh, we watched, me, Cole, and Ronnie, we watched the Royal Rumble last night. And um, there might be some news articles on the internet about the surprises that, that went down or whatever. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Um, but it was the first time they allowed the women to compete and have their own separate Royal Rumble. And to me, I just thought it was a really entertaining pay-per-view as far as what WWE puts out. I personally, I don't really, I don't watch like Raw or SmackDown on a weekly basis, but like if, even if you're like the most casual of like pro wrestling fans, uh, you know, I think it's worth watching. I know not everybody likes that sort of thing, but um, if you haven't watched the WWE or if you haven't watched like a real long time, I think this is a good time to jump back in and at least you know, at the very least, just watch this year's Royal Rumble because I think it's probably better than average or it's probably one of the better pay-per-views 
in recent memory. Uh, and I guess just to kind of elaborate on that, it's the fact that the Women's Royal Rumble, I think it was a really nice... Um, whenever wrestlers talk about wrestling, they, they, they talk about how they're telling a story with their bodies, like in the ring. And I mm. think there was actually like a really good arc... If, <laughs> but like it, 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 like the Royal Rumble itself. If you think about it in those terms, um, they kind of told like they brought like a lot of history of like what female wrestlers have been have oh, gone cool. through for like the past like 20, 10, 20 years because they had like really old stars from like the nineties, like that can sort of quote unquote pave the way for like what's going right right now for women right now in wrestling. And so it was like a really good summation of, I guess, everything that female pro wrestlers have gone through or all the the work that's been put into it over the years. And this is like the, the cultivation of all that into the singular event known as the, the Royal Rumble, you know. When you uh, wrestle someone, your body makes a promise. <laughs> right, yeah. These two I remember guys. hearing that in wrestle class when I was a kid. I've always wondered what my body was trying to say. <laughs> well, it was actually Ronnie's first Royal Rumble. Yeah. I mean, do, you, do you care to comment on that? Or as, I, as someone who's like doesn't really Ronnie, like wrestling? Ronnie's first Royal Rumble. It really was. Yeah. Um, I used to like wrestling back in the day after it came on after cartoons on Saturdays. And then I fell off because it's just silly to me. And the people and the and the the caliber of person that usually likes wrestling, I wasn't into. <laughs> but I enjoyed myself last night. It was a lot of action and a lot of heart. <laughs> You're no, I, crying I, like by the end of it. No, I I really dug it. Cool. I wasn't like this is amazing. I love wrestling, but I was like this is very interesting. I like all the characters and like. I was laughing at some of it, but then I was like getting real hyped too when someone did like a killer power slam. So yeah, I was into it. The uh, intros were the best part. I oh think. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because every because a rumble like every what is it two minutes? It's every minute. I think it's every sixty seconds. Yeah. A new wrestler comes out. Yeah, so. a new wrestler comes That's out. How, oh okay. I was so, about to ask what a royal rumble even is. Oh okay. Well, the royal rumble is it's a battle royale, and um. 30 uh, contestants or competitors, they enter the ring one by one every minute. And they, in order to win the Royal Rumble, you have to throw your opponents over the top rope. And both their feet have to touch the ground, which is like a really weird rule. But sh shenanigans can happen to where, like, if you land on one foot, they allow you to hop around. <laughs> What like was on it that one foot or, or just wait 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 if you, are you serious if, if your foot lands on pancakes <laughs> yeah, you're that not happened. out that really happened last night it wasn't <laughs> I'm it not wasn't kidding. Donald Duck it was real yeah like they threw a guy over the rope and his like one of his buddy wrestlers was already outside on the ground and like one of his feet landed on that guy and then that guy happened to have a plate of pancakes. <laughs> And he, this sounds like, fake, but it like happened. Indiana Jones subbing in the weight for that treasure, he did that with pancakes, <laughs> <laughs> and like the guy used that and he hopped around, got his balance back, and he got back in. 
Have you heard of death by chocolate? How about life by pancakes? Ooh. <laughs> it's a new way to live. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you get the idea. Uh, you try to eliminate your opponent by throwing them out of the ring. Or, like, getting them over the rope, and most of the time they'll stay in. They'll hold on to the rope, and you can punch them in the face and make them fall out of the ring after they've gone over the top rope. Any, anything you can think of. And uh, last man standing wins. Or last woman standing wins. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and they had a special uh, event at the end. Since... Don't. Should we not spoil it? Nope. Okay, oh, well, not... yeah, there is a <laughs> surprise special a... guest at, that happens at the very end, which, like, kind of puts it over the top. Ooh, Ooh. mystery. So you have to watch to find out. Or read about it on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're listening to Jeff Grant's Evolving Podcast, <laughs> brought to you by Ver, uh, The Verve. <laughs> The Verve Pipe. The Verve Pipe. New album. <laughs> There's a new album coming out this February. They're no longer freshmen. <laughs> Produced by Hoobastank. <laughs> hmm. <clears throat> Who are we on? That would be Ron's. Okay. And speaking of Hoobastank. <laughs> I'm not a perfect person. Remember that? So good. That was better. All right, um, here we go, guys. I, I promise I'll do better this time. So, you know how Benjamin Franklin... Light bulbs? What am I... Actually... Oh. Yeah, that sign you just kind here. of almost segued into mine. Uh, so, you know how Benjamin Franklin caught electricity with a kite and a key? I think I've heard about that. Yes. What if he discovered Wi-Fi instead? Oh. What? A, oh man! So we have Wi-Fi before electricity. So he just caught like a Pepe meme on the on the I kite, and thought... he was like, "Dear God!" <laughs> I wish I'd thought of ideas more like you did. Cause Holy more... crumpets! <laughs> what if... your base belong to us? <laughs> Why is he so? What if he made up? He invented <laughs> Wi-Fi, but then like light was just or light bulbs were just invented like. Now, like, in the 90s. Well, de- oh, it's, like, backwards. It depends, like, are we talking 4G, 3G? What's going no, on? No, it's just a good 2G. It's a good 2G, yeah. like a solid 2G. Yeah. Well, he didn't have a lot of signals to compete with, I guess. That's all they got. Yeah? Was he 1700s or... Yeah. Eight, kind of that era? 17. Early America, sort of. Well, America came into being 1776. He was our. And he was an old man by then. So. He's on the hundred, so he was our hundredth president. <laughs> wow. Okay. George Washington won. Lincoln's on the fifth, fifth president. Benjamin Franklin hundred. That makes sense. Hundredth pre- president, Wi-Fi. <laughs> Read about it. <laughs> but seriously, what? I mean, that was why the was world would be different. Yeah, big time. If if it came out that if I don't, it's crazy to think like what would it? What is Wi-Fi gonna? What is the internet gonna be like after it's been around for two hundred years? Under control, I'll tell you that. 
free. Okay, verve. so so if it was if yeah, you're welcome, Verve. Um, so so say the Wi-Fi's came out two hundred years ago, what would it be like now? I think that's what you're kind of getting at, really, right? We uh, would be at 20G at least. Not even speeds, though, but like the culture of the internet. Like, would it be doing the evils it does today, or would it be even more out of control? There's good, too, but we don't know how to internet what, yet, I don't think. What if, okay, what if the internet was invented in 1778? Oh, man, the memes and would then, be so dank. <laughs> and then the light bulb was just invented now, and everyone's like, yeah, no one's like staring at their phones anymore. They're just staring at like light bulbs oh, all the time. Oh yeah, they don't give a crap about that. They want that would the be light strange. Bulb. Yeah. Can you imagine the memes? It's like just people making the faces their ho- their horses or their goats make. You know, <laughs> making fun of them. It's like instead of being <laughs> my obsessed, face win, yeah. and yeah. then the, their goat. <laughs> yeah, they face swap with their goats. <laughs> What if, if Wi-Fi came, then apps would definitely come after that, right? Yeah. What kind of apps do you think they'd have? Oh, uh, graining cycle. That's when uh, you should yeah. harvest Speeds and all that. it up. No, you just know when to. Like, it, it's a reminder thing. Oh, man. Cut your grains. I'm suddenly trying to imagine how... That's Siri in the 1700s. Cut your grains. <laughs> Do clean yourself <laughs> off. Tis witching hour. Alright, Cole, what's your... Um, okay, let me pick a different category. <sighs> Sorry, there's fuzz on my screen. Um... Ooh, I, 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 uh, there's a book that I read. Oh, book. I was hoping someone would have a book. (laughs) Yeah, man. Go ahead. I'm sorry. People have been reading books for thousands of years, but because of new technologies, they can write books (laughs) too. The 1700s. (laughs) I saw a G. Um, it's called The Sparrow, and it's by Maria, or no, Mary Doris Russell. Still have not read Or Doria Russell. That's somewhere in the ballpark, but it's it was a really interesting premise. It's this uh, it's sci-fi, and it's. Uh, I can't t- think if I've heard of it. It takes place in like the nearish future, like the next twenty years or so, and basically mankind receives a a signal through the the big, you know. What is it called? SETI dish or whatever? Or Arecibo or whatever? You know? That is that we a listen real to thing? alien signals through. That's are we listening for? Yeah. Oh, okay. I know it's about in like, the wow signal. It's like in Brazil. Yeah, they that was from that dish. Okay. Or that array of dishes or so something. I think it's SETI. I think you're right. I think it is SETI, but like the place is called Arecibo that like has the dish. And it's like the size of like five football fields. Is that the thing? Is, was that on like... Goldeneye, or what am I? Am I thinking of cable? There like a cable guy Bond movie? Are you? You're laughing. I can't tell if you're like <laughs> saying yes or like this guy. I'm laughing so at everything. He's <laughs> laughing at Cable Guy. Remember cable when guy? he fell in the ditch? I don't know if I'm. <laughs> I can't it's, tell it's the okay way y'all are looking at me. I can't tell if I'm right or just like y'all are like. This guy. I don't know. I, I don't. Both, I don't both know of those movies had big satellite dishes in it. Yeah. Um. 
It's I'm real. I'm gonna pretend like it is. It's but. totes real. <laughs> and, uh... Go ahead. So, like, mankind receives, like, an alien signal and it's music. They figure out. And, like, they're, before NASA can, like, get a group together to go, the Jesuits, <laughs> like, send a group of specialists over. Like, because it kind of makes more sense in the book because, like, Jesuits have always, like, sent, like mission groups over like before almost anyone else like to the native americans and like just they're always on the f- the forefront of that kind of thing mm-hmm. so they just like we're not gonna wait for a government to do it we're gonna send our group so they send like a linguist and a mathematician and all these like different scientists to this kind of planet and the way relativity works in the book, they're traveling at a percentage of the speed of light, so they only age, like, I think, like, five or six years in the journey, but when they come back, it's been, like, 40 years. Whoa. And, uh, the only, there's only one person that makes it back alive, and, like, he's traumatized, like, insane, like not he's like barely holding on like that kind of traumatized no this like throughout the book it kind of skips back and forth like it's him telling the story okay after he's gotten back okay so he kind of tells you how it led up to him going and then he gets to like what he did on the planet and like how he survived and all that stuff it's really interesting is uh is it a series of books like i think there was only one okay there might be a sequel but no, I think it's only, I think there's only one book. But it just seems it's like one of those books that's like, man, I'm surprised no one's made a movie from this, you know. Part of it sounds like Arrival like when you were describing some of it. Mhm. A little bit. Yeah. Totes. I would be surprised Except if it totes. <laughs> bringing it back. Um Is it my turn? I had, like, some ideas that I was excited about, and then I just wrote a bunch of other ones down. You wrote the ones you weren't excited about? Well, I wrote some... I'm not... It's not, I'm like, I'm... I think I had some I was for sure wanting to share, and then some that I was... Uh, here, I'll share this one, because I think it'll be kind of interesting and a little different. It's this... Um, this band that uh, called Baths. I think they're, it's mainly this one guy, Will Weisenfield, I think, is how you say his name. Uh, I, I heard about it on that podcast, Sound Opinions. I think they were, I think he did one of their earliest episodes. I was just going through their episodes at one point, and, and I was like, this is cool. Like, he kind of, it's kind of like electronic music, but it, he, he does a lot of, like, organic type uh, recording. He builds beats and stuff out of organic sort of sounds and, and all this, but, uh, it's, uh, it's really good kind of like headphone type music, you know, like if you just want to listen to something kind of, the, the sound quality is like really nice, like I'll listen to it on headphones and I'm like, yay. Is it like instrumental or is it? Well, that, that's, that's the thing is, uh, he came out with a album, Baths is not an instrumental, uh, project, uh, but he has a instrumental side project called showers geotic g e o t i c 
and he came out with a, an album this year too. That's uh, almost it's almost like the same type of music, but it's no sound or no I'm sorry no vocals, mm. and uh, it's really like the guy. It, I don't know. I was reading an interview with the guy, and it, he had the way he makes music. It's like it's very. Uh, like they said, like, why is it, why is your, the band called Baths? And he was like, I wanted to make music that, like, is what it feels like when you're taking a bath. A bath. <laughs> <laughs> like what your body's trying to say? Yeah, it's almost, <laughs> it's really nice, like, uh, chilling out type music, I think. And uh, it's it was just like kind of this random album I listened to a few months ago, and, uh, um, I, I don't know, like, this is really good, but it's, it's, it just sounds nice, and it's kind of nice to listen to it, and then he's got this other thing that, I think he was, I think w- with one of them, I can't remember if it was Baths or the side project, he was trying, he, like, I guess he plays video games, and he was trying to make music that, like, felt how, like, happy he feels when he's, like, just in a video game, like, running around doing stuff, like, something, like, real, like, joyful, but kind of, quiet or private or something i don't know it's atmospheric i guess or uh atmospheric but in a real introverted type okay type way sounds really interesting it's cool it's so it's just called baths like is you have a lot of albums or i think he's he's been doing stuff since 2010 yeah do you get on the googles no the the uh, the instrumental thing the geo geotic or however you say it I think his that first their first album his first album of that came out this year, a few okay. months ago. I'll check that out. That's the kind of stuff that I like right now. Just uh, it's it's cool. Like no vocals, just you know melodies and things like that. I'll try to send you a link or, or something to some, something. Okay. Send us all a link. Oh yeah, we have that one. Uh, we have that group chat thing yeah <laughs> this will be easy we can group chat each other all of this stuff hey guys here's uh here's how you get to verve uh. <laughs> <laughs> go what? to g-o-o-g-l-e dot com and type in v-r-v i feel like it's gonna be really hard to find that <laughs> website <laughs> is there any more drinks is it there? okay her, i'm not actually i'm not saying doing this as like a joke but is it the verve dot com or is it verve dot com? VRV. I think the oh, verve is a group. Yeah, if you have a, it always comes back to verve, you guys. Um, but if you have any kind of like smart TV or device that's internet capable, uh, just if you're on your computer, just Google VRV. Uh, if you have like a smart TV, it's probably on there too. Or if you have a PlayStation or an Xbox, you can find it that way too. So I was under the impression it would be hard to get to Verve, but James, you've just kind of described that it's on all my devices. Yeah. It's very easy and accessible. So, uh, yeah. Is there a Verve app? Yes, you're, there is. You're building one? No. Oh. Get out of town. I just, did, did on the Google I Play just, Store? I just said that you could get it on your phone and everything. Hmm. Man, three letters. Two of them repeat. I hope no one can hear me like cracking up on this. I'm over here like one. (laughs) You just did the rock horns when you said three letters, and I really like. I really like Verve, man. What can I say? That just man. I really. I'm not kidding. I was being serious when I asked you that because I was actually curious. 
It just happened that it went with our, our bit that keeps going. You just going. keep com- slipping into commercial. <laughs> this beer is brought to you by Verve. <laughs> you get a check from Verve, Jeff, I'm going to need a little percent probably... of that, okay? Oh, yeah, I'll make sure I tell all of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's your next My one? turn? Okay, well, um, I had a few things, but... You mentioned video games, so I guess I'll go with the video game thing that I had in mind. Um, I recently, I don't know if it's because if I, well, it's a few things, I guess. Well, I mean, Star, I'm a Star Wars fan, of course. Ooh. Hey, have you guys heard about Star Wars? <laughs> that was one topic that's, we thought that's, we'd... That's my thing I, I brought. I wanted to talk about Star Wars. No, um, I saw The Last Jedi, and then I was like just Spock thinking... Spock and stuff. Uh, like, yeah, Spock's... You know, I love him when Spock takes out his lightsaber in, in the Star War. <laughs> yeah, he's like, Palpatine! Yeah. But, um... Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know if it's because I saw Les Jedi. I think there's also, like, a group of, like, Let's Players on YouTube that are playing through this right now. But I went back and I played uh, the original Knights of the Old Republic. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or whatever. And this came out, like, about... It's like, I guess it's like 15 years ago now. They're like pretty old games. Mm-hmm. I played through both of the first one and the second one. And um, the funny thing is, is um, Ryan Johnson, like the guy who directed Force Awakens, you can actually, he actually admitted to the fact that he played those games or whatever. Yeah, okay. So um, whether or not you like those games or if you've heard of them or whatever, uh, if you play through them now, you can actually see, like, little story beats and stuff from those games that have actually kind of been taken. I guess you could argue that they are they inspired certain things that happen in The Force Awakens along the way. But um, I'm, not, I'm not just here to talk about Star Wars or whatever, because who cares? But uh, If you want to listen to <laughs> us talk about Star Wars, my one of my epi- previous episodes was all about <laughs> Star Wars. Jeff already hit it up. But uh, I mean, Brought I was. By <laughs> but I was playing. I ended up playing it on. Uh, I have an Xbox One. I also have a PC or whatever. But what else? What other systems? Uh, yeah, I'm start listing everything that I own. Um, but I didn't realize that you can actually download that game. That's like a, they actually have a bunch of classic games oh, that's cool. on Xbox now. And um, okay. I know. I was gonna ask where you played it. Uh, well, you can play it. You can get it on Steam too. But like, if you want, like the actual original like old school xbox version because that there's like different there's this the pc version actually is actually different than how they got originally released on the xbox so it has the old like classic user innovate user interface that was on the xbox you can have it on your you know new xbox one or whatever without having to worry about modding the pc version you can do that too if you want but um Anyway, I was just, it just, I realized that you can get all these old games on Xbox now. Like, you can get a bunch of, like, old 360 games on there, too. Like, they have, uh, The Elder Scrolls Oblivion on there now. And, like, like I said, uh, that, it's the same sort of thing. Uh, it it's the old 360 version, so it has the, the controller, um, interface. So you don't have to worry about that whenever you play on PC, I don't really like using a keyboard and mouse most of the time whenever I play a video game. I mm-hmm. prefer to use a gamepad. So you can get that on your new Xbox if you have if you own one of those as well. You can play 
if you're feeling nostalgic, you can play games like KOTOR, and you can also play Elder Scrolls, the Oblivion, things like that. So I, I'm actually considering about uh, buying, even though I own Oblivion on Steam as well, I'm thinking about buying it just to play it on my Xbox so I can have the old, the, uh, the version that I remember playing the most fondly. I'll, ha I'll have access to that too. So, cool. Anyway, <laughs> that's one of my things. <laughs> Me? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that just seems to depress him. We can switch it up. You can go next. Yeah. You want to go again? I'm, no, I'll, please go. I'm sorry. Okay. I was just messing with you. Well, aren't we done? I don't, you're not. We have. You don't want to go over your three things, Jeff. I got more things. I already did three. I'm having fun. You guys have one more. And if we want to go longer, we can. Whatever. No, I, I insist that we have to stick to the three thing <laughs> rule that we started on. Is that part of the deal with Verve? <clears throat> yes. Okay. Ron, we're ready for you to blow our mind. Oh man, <laughs> ready to be disappointed. Your... <laughs> I love that you got that you. <laughs> I love that this is how you. I'm curious, like how you, what you told him, or like what was. I you were oh, the no. one who told him. Yeah. Oh, I, just I did? didn't read it good. Yeah, you were. In, you said in the group text. I just saw things. three topics. Oh, oh, okay. And I was like, well, I'm not reading the rest of these texts. <laughs> <laughs> Go okay. ahead, I'm sorry. Alright, you guys remember the like the like school decorations? Like when we were in elementary school, it was like you had your canned ones you usually had. Yeah. There was always an apple. Yeah. What do you was... mean decorations? Just like the stuff they would put up. Oh, oh like the teachers. Oh, like stuff? the little paper yeah. Uh, like yeah, for your homeroom class or yeah. whatever. Uh, it was just like, like apples yeah. and rulers and stuff. Yeah. Know? There was like always a worm coming out of the apple. It's usually like the borders of like the calendar or whatever. Yeah, and those rulers. Yeah. I have never seen a worm in a real apple. Yeah, think. that's what I'm getting at. Do what? worms pee in apples? I'm gonna, I'm just gonna curveball your world right now. I have actually bitten into an apple. Oh no! And realized that it had a worm blow in it, and not the kind that travels you through space. <laughs> the kind that travels you to the toilet. <laughs> um, yeah, but there, there was, wasn't a worm, but there was the no, whole No, there part. was a worm in it. Like oh. you bit into the worm? Like I bit like, into the ooh. apple, not on oh, the whole part. Cool. And then I looked at it and I realized there was a hole in it. And you and kept then I, eating it. No, I didn't. I didn't. I, I did not. Oh, I only I ate it not. for five more minutes, Ron. But I, I opened it up like I cracked the apple in half. And yeah, and there was a worm in it. You wanted to like eat around it though, right? Well, You're yeah, like, I'm gonna eat around this. I did want to, but did, I didn't. I'm not a barbarian. God. Did you know I was watching this nature show like not long ago, and they showed what would happen if you bit into a worm, and you'd think it would be like blood, but it's actually slime inside. <laughs> Ectoplasm. <laughs> Worms don't have blood; they have slime. Was that on Nickelodeon? I don't know. <laughs> you were watching Nickelodeon. <laughs> <laughs> I made up the show. I made up the whole thing. It's not true. Man, when Where's I was... Blood? There was another one I was watching where it was like on those under... Like the deep sea like voyage things. Uh -huh. And there was like sponges and starfish. And there was a squirrel down there too. <laughs> SpongeBob SquarePants? No, it was a documentary, <laughs> idiot. 
I feel like if we did this again, we wanted—I would want us to do like Ron's topics, like that dude, that stuff. I think he just needs to host an episode with his yeah. topics. I need to read the the text next time. I want to do a uh, another episode that would. I told Ron you. I, I told Ron you about. I told you about this. I think maybe about our band. Oh yeah. We're doing an episode just about. Don't say the band name though. Band Potential that, trigger word. You don't need to have that discussion. Yeah, agreed. That's just a little preview for an episode we probably <laughs> won't do because we'll forget. <laughs> uh, I was proud of those songs, by the way. I, I still I anticipate them. them. I don't have any microphones. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> do you uh, know what else worms be in? Acorns? No. No, they're too small. I know when I was a kid, uh, I would take acorns and like crack them open to see what was in there. There's always a worm. Always. Always. It's like chewing through a prison wall. To get in prison? <laughs> how like how many worms are there? Like you're gonna give me a phobia say, where I, where say, I like, don't want to eat food anymore because I think there's just gonna be worms yeah. in all my food. Only if acorns are your food. What's next? A bite to a hamburger sandwich and there's gonna be a, a you worm gonna save hole up it? lots of burger money <laughs> to get a burger that doesn't have worms in it. Who would have thought that out of all four of us, we would all be experts about worms? <laughs> you know, I came here and I didn't. I was like, worms? No, not tonight. Little did I know. <laughs> they should make a, a like a, a drama about like the life of worm, like a worm family, and put it on Verve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they haven't done a worms. They've done ants, Bugs Life, Find Dory. Where's the worms at? Cole. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let me see. What I was I wondering got? if anyone else was going to try to move it. Move oh, okay. I have a movie recommendation. Cool. <clears throat> cool. I think it might be on Netflix currently. It was at one point, but it might not be on anymore. But it's pretty easy to find on the interwebs. And it's called The Man from Earth. Just Never let that hang for a while. In the air. Simmer in that. It was written by, uh, I think his name was something Bigsby. And he he used to write for The Outer Limits and for Star Trek, the original series. Like, he wrote teleplays. But he wrote the screenplay, and, like, it was, like, the last thing he wrote before he died. And it's about this man. It's kind of Highlander rules. Okay. So it's this guy that's, like, thousands of years old. And, like, he's about to move away. He has, like, a teaching... Like, he's a professor at a college, and, like, all his professor bros are like, Bro, where are you going? Why are you moving? What's wrong? And he's like, I just like to move away sometimes, you know? And then, like, after a while, he tells them, like, I'm actually... I do this every ten years when people realize I can... I don't age, and I'm thousands of years old. And then they just talk about it for, like, an hour in his house. Like, like most of the movies, they're, they're trying to refute him and like, no one can like 
he always has an answer for every question. Oh, oh it's okay. really interesting. It all takes place in his living room. So it's like my dinner with Andre. It's my dinner with Andre, Fred <laughs> Flintstone style. <laughs> I need to see. I, I've never watched my dinner with Andre. I, I, I heard haven't either. Really... <laughs> it is good. I've seen it actually. I want to. I, watch I it. like uh, movies that are. Um, I, I one of the movies I, I wrote some movies and one of them was. It's like a conversation movie where it's two people talking the whole time. Uh, and I like those kind of movies. Like Castaway, where he talks to his volleyball? Maybe. <laughs> but not really. <laughs> That's my, a good answer for stuff, maybe, but not really. My Dinner with Wilson? <laughs> yeah. I like those movies, like where they just... Uh, my Sleepover with like Wilson. Like the Before Sunrise and... For sunset, Richard Linklater movies. Oh, I've never you seen know what that I'm one. Talking about. Those I, are good. I am an uncultured swine. I like movies that kind of mix genre, like that play with. Yeah, genre. yeah. Like you think it's one thing and it turns out to be something else. Like that sounds like a conversation sci-fi. Movie. Yeah, it's like it starts out as like, just like a mellow like this guy and his friends, and then it turns into like almost a science fiction. That's cool. That sounds like a... What's that movie? Safety Not Guaranteed? Or... I've heard of that, but I don't know what it is. Don't don't worry about it. I mean, it's good. I, I'm just trying to... It's too late now. I'm not... worried. <laughs> um, well, I kind of... Like, I kind of want to keep talking, but so do I. I don't want to... Okay. Let's do it. Let's keep it going. Let's see. We what can are we at? burn off the rest of our lists if we want. We're at like yeah. about a, um, um, an hour and ten minutes. I have another thing I can talk about, but you go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> you, okay. you seem excited. I feel like that was like a a, a backhanded like bonus you go ahead, section. But I have something I can talk about. <laughs> well, that's how a lot of the things they say come off. <laughs> I'm just and I like that. <laughs> I just I'm just trying to make it. A, a statement, and I can't help but sound like an asshole. But you're oh, wait, not. I'm you're sorry. a sweetie, James. A, a hole. A hole. A hole. Sorry for. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Shut the f sorry. up. Whoa. Whoa. Jeff. How much Jeff. editing are you gonna have to do? Well, Just sit this down. Is never coming out. I, I guess the reason why I got excited is because I also have a movie recommendation. Surprise, surprise. Um, but I really enjoyed the movie Mother last year and I think it was very a uh, very polarizing very kind of I know controversial is the right word for it but I think a lot of people went into it I don't know it's 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 kind of unfair to just rag on somebody else for having an opinion and that opinion is that they didn't like it but I think mother is a good example of how filmmaking can be an art form and not just some kind of popcorn blockbuster sort of Marvel garbage formula or whatever that we yeah, pick sides right there. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, I, I already have, I already bought tickets for like black Panther, like a month in advance. So, I That's mean, true. I'm, I'm, it's not like, he's I'm, a, uh, let him say that. Just let him, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, uh, the point I'm trying to make is that I think, um, with a lot of stuff that's coming out in Hollywood recently, it's we're almost been programmed to watch movies in a certain way, 
or at least in a way that doesn't test our own cognitive cognitive abilities or we, we're just we just want the same sort of um, mindless kind of sort formula of, yeah we'll, well just that sort of passive sort of uh, way of consuming entertainment which is transformers number yes five <laughs> yeah that sort of thing but i think mother <clears throat> is is very much a an actual film you know mm-hmm. or whatever to where you actually have to think and it's more you have to be more of an active participant while watching it and i think <clears throat> i might be i might be uh, uh, assuming things but i think a lot of people who didn't like it may or may not be due to the fact that they are expecting something that wasn't going to ta- challenge them as much, I guess, as um, as Mother does. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm completely wrong. Maybe I'm completely missing the point, and maybe the movie is garbage. But um, I think Martin Scorsese himself actually came out in defense of the movie, talking about how he really liked it, and he thought it was a really good example of how... of what quality filmmaking can be and the fact that it got such poor the whole rotten tomatoes thing this this year of, of like how our movies rotten tomatoes score can actually make or break mm-hmm. uh how successful it can be it's almost like uh you're you're sit you're you sit like a bunch of three-year-olds who've never watched a movie before and the first movie that they watch is mother and of course, they aren't gonna know what the heck is going on, or, <laughs> or, or how to, or how to probably digest what they're what they're seeing, or how they how, how can you possibly expect them expect them to understand the movie of what it's what it is or what it's really trying to say, and then you're letting all of those people um, give their opinion about it, so that people can actually have. Have the proper mental, uh, uh, I don't know, faculties in order to understand something like Mother that might actually dissuade those people from actually going out and seeing it, if that makes any sense. Anyway, I really like Mother. A lot of people hated it, and I think it didn't get a fair shake whenever it was around in the theaters or whatever. So, I haven't seen it, but I've, yeah, I feel like if I watched it, a lot of people have, I've heard a lot of people like who have, have your opinion who think it's definitely worth watching like yeah even if it's just I mean yeah whether you you love it or hate it I definitely think it's I, one of the things that I whenever I go see a movie I think if a movie when you watch a movie and you immediately feel compelled to have a conversation about it yeah like with your friends or wherever you saw it with I think to me that's actually a really good sign of whether or not the movie was good. If it actually made you feel something or it actually made you think or whatever, whether whether good or bad, I mean, you can say the same thing about The Room. The Room, people say that's a terrible movie, but I can't stop thinking or obsessing about The Room. And, it, and The Room is, is extremely watchable. You can watch it over and over and over again. <laughs> but, you know, you, you take something like The Room and or Mother... And compare that to, like, I don't know, um, the fucking, whatever movie with The Rock was in, uh, the... Jumanji. Jumanji. Yeah, you compare that to Jumanji, and you just, I don't know, you, I, I would, I think I would much rather be in the, on, in the same camp as, like, Mother than Jumanji, you know? 
I guess what I'm really is what I'm really trying to say. Cool. Um, it was Darren Aronofsky, right? Yeah. I, I feel like he's one of those that like all his movies kind of get that mm-hmm. like response almost. It's like either you love it or you hate it. I, I, I was wondering if it was like the Jennifer Lawrence being in it. I think yeah. people kind of see her as she she doesn't only do kind of big blockbusters, of course, but uh, sounds like she was kind of taking some chances in that one. Yeah. More. No, I mean um, that role. Um, you know, it, it it she walks a very thin line in terms of like the type of performance that she's supposed to give and the way your character is written to where I guess it could be easily become laughable. But I don't. I don't think it was. I think she pulled it off. Uh, and um, anyway, there's like a lot of symbolism and like allegory going on in the room. I'm not the room. I'm called. I mean, a mother. Uh, well, in the room also. Yeah. Well, the that the movie just primarily just does take place in a house. So she's just walking around in a bunch of rooms in a house. But uh, <laughs> so they're kind of related. Yeah. It's actually the sequel. Yeah, not to like, I mean, this is this is crazy. I just kind of thought about this, but we're actually in a room right right oh, now. Oh yeah, what? <laughs> oh my god! I haven't seen the room. Like, I want. I've been wanting to see it for a long time, and I've never seen it. And I feel like I'm gonna watch. I haven't seen the uh, Disaster Artist either. I feel like I'm gonna end up seeing that first somehow. You should, cause it's a good in- intro to it. Like, it gives you the, the lore behind it, because that's half of the room, is all the, th- the story behind it. I don't know if yeah, I told yeah, yeah. you, but... You I should... mean, I'm very familiar with it, I just haven't I've that realized I haven't actually seen it. Yeah. The Disaster Artist, the book. Mm-hmm. That's the my book. Re- yeah, that's my rec- recommendation. Okay. And the audiobook. I, I saw that at Barnes & Noble the other day. I was no, reading get the audiobook. You have the audiobook? Yeah, because, so, the co-star of The Room, mm-hmm. he is pretty much Tommy Wiseau's only friend in life yeah. and his best friend, so he knows him up and down. He does the best Tommy Wiseau impression, so whenever Tommy Wiseau speaks in the book, Greg Sestero does his voice. <laughs> <laughs> and it's amazing. Yeah. And that's what the movie is about. Is it, It's about the book. Okay. Okay, now, you mentioned listening to audiobook. You told me... It- What's the audiobook service you... Don't you use, like, a... Oh, well, it's gone now. Oh, okay. As of three days ago. Really? Yeah. Maybe it'll come back. Maybe. It just, get, they just, it just stopped? Like, yeah, they were like, uh, this date will no longer be doing audiobooks. Oh. You can go straight to hell. <laughs> and I was like, you didn't have to add that last part. <clears throat> it came up as <laughs> yeah. a notification on your phone. Yeah. You're gonna burn in hell. <laughs> But yeah, it was my weird loophole without buying an Audible. Just plays that clip from Pee Wee. <laughs> Did you have one? Another one? Oh yeah. You had some. You can say. Um, a podcast I've been listening to that's been interesting. It's called Chasing Earhart. So if you like mysteries this guy basically interviews pretty much every different theorist on what happened to Amelia Earhart Mm -hmm. in her plane 
there's like all these different theories a lot more than I thought there were when I was a kid like apparently people think she was crashed in Saigon and was taken prisoner by the Japanese and like some people think she was stranded on an island and kept sending signals out for like two weeks and some people think she just like crashed and died there's like all these different theories and this guy like will find a proponent of each theory and he'll just like hear them out like he doesn't really argue with them at all he just like wants to hear everyone's side it's really interesting hmm. so yeah i watched something i think it was a box youtube video do you know box the website they do these videos that are kind of like just explain different things but i think it was about amelia Earhart, and it was like a talking about how she wasn't actually she was kind of I feel like I'm probably talking about the wrong person, but maybe I'm, maybe it's the right, maybe it's her. But uh, there were a lot of other women in aviation at that time, and uh, they let me take these headphones. Um, I guess I guess that like they were they were like there was she was they were talking. It's about why why she was famous and all these other women weren't, and it was kind of like about how she had this agent or somebody who was like promoting her and like. And all this. Yeah. Check it to see how it sounds. Yeah, I don't really know. I passed like, the headphones to Ron. If she... I don't know about, like, the agent side of it, but... She, yeah, part of the podcast is, like, how influential she was and, like... To women and stuff. Yeah. And she was kind of, like, ahead of her time as far as women's rights and all that. So, I think... They, like, some of them aren't even about theories. Some of them are just like, hey, this guy wrote a, a children's book about Amelia Earhart. So she, I feel like I should know this, but she, I, maybe I guess I don't. She just disappeared at some point. She's going to, I don't know where she She was going to try and fly around the world at the equator. Mm -hmm. Like, in one plane. Like, and uh, I don't remember what leg of the flight it was. Or, yeah. But it, she took off and... Like, she was kind of mayday signaling, like, she couldn't find this base that she was supposed to land at, mm -hmm. and she was running out of fuel, and then, like, no one ever heard from her after that, like, mm. and, like, they said her signal was so strong that she had to be within, like, 100 miles, but, yeah, so, Man, she just it's so weird that, that that happened, like, yeah, I mean, I know that was a while ago, but. I think it was Obviously. 70 or 80 years now. Gosh. It's probably aliens. <laughs> <laughs> we heard Daryl invented Wi-Fi uh, a while back. Um, uh, have you guys have you guys ever worn Jordache jeans? <laughs> I don't know. What they, well, no, I don't even know if I've seen actual Jordache jeans in person. Aren't those for ladies? That's the thing. <laughs> Listen, wasn't Beyonce it's 2018. Jordache jeans? We gotta. I think we just gotta look past it. I've been wearing some Jordache jeans. They feel awesome. Uh, it's just like 
How do they make you? They're feel? only out. They're only like two hundred forty dollars. Yeah, a jean. So, yeah, mm. and I know that's kind of in your. I know y'all like pants. We talk isn't about it, pants a lot. Isn't Jordache Jeans a, a Jewish company? Hmm. Who Jeff. cares? It doesn't matter. They're great pants. <laughs> I don't. I was gonna see how long I could go with that. That one. I was thinking about something. <laughs> well, on yeah, the way over we could have gone further, Jeff, and then you just ruined it. <laughs> you just pulled out. I did. I did. Go- I, I was did going for search. the whole Jewish angle. I was about to do it a really might. bad impression of Woody Allen. Oh, like, oh, get your Jordache jeans. Whoa, Woody. <laughs> it's either... Let's all do a Woody impression. You want to do a round? I can't. Yeah, you can. Okay, I'll try it. Three, two... Oh, one. no, you go first, though. Okay. Lady Maven... <laughs> okay, let me try it. I'm going to take a crack at it. Ah! Get your Jordan's jeans. Wait, is this Woody Allen? Then you said you couldn't do one. I don't. Uh, oh, okay, that was. I don't even know who. Who's no. Jordash? It's Michael Jordan. It's Michael Jordash, jeans. Yeah, I think so. Mm, number twenty-three. Jordash Air. Yeah. They have other things than just jeans. Yeah, they have. I actually did. Well, the shoes are the I most did, famous. I did go to their website to like look at some stuff because I was curious. Like, do they make pants for guys? And I are, did not find it. Yeah, because they have. Are they old... seriously around still making jeans? Yeah, and they are seriously two hundred and forty dollars. What? But well, they have some like hundred eight dollars. What? They're all nineties, right? I don't know. It's throwback. Yeah. It, I don't know. And honestly. They might be awful. I really don't. I can't. Well, you can return them if they're bad. I mean, I should do. <laughs> maybe I could get. Oh, now we're. Uh, I wish. I wish I had talked about this differently because we could have had. I could have had Jordash as another sponsor. <laughs> Here's a question. Who in here, ever in their life, wore Jinkos? Right here. I Hold on, no. I would if I could, but my mama said no. No, I didn't. You got denied by the parents? I yeah. had to wear the less expensive ones called Sutters. Yeah, I had silver tabs that were like... Yeah, Levi's was getting yeah. in on that too. But they had they a racing like... stripe on the side? No. I Mine did. That was my line. Oh. Mine didn't have any lines, <laughs> except for price. What was the deal with <laughs> Juco... Jinkos were like the really wide leg, okay, okay, like metal head kid would wear them. You could sneak a friend in the movies yeah. under one leg. It's basically a skirt, but back it off a bit. <laughs> well, it's a good thing my mom didn't buy them for me because I probably would not have been able to pull them off at all. I would have been a poser. When did they come out? Or when were they popular? Like mid 90s? Yeah, it was like 94 or 5. No, 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 no. I remember seeing them earlier, like. 92, like there was a kid at the movies once I saw it, I was like, wow. They really got <laughs> hot, though, at like 96, True. True. like 7th grade was kind of... Yeah, whoa. middle school, all sorts of kids had them jinkos. Yeah. Y'all are all younger than me. I was in high school then. You probably would have not wanted to go to our middle school. It was, was kind of shitty. I, th- <laughs> I think... People wore jinkos. When, yeah. most, when most people talk about how... Uh, 
high school was like a really rough experience for them. I felt like that kind of happened to me earlier on, like in yeah, middle school. <laughs> we all hated each other in middle school. Y'all all went to middle school. I still school. hate you. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I mean, I don't hate you. I didn't okay. know of you guys. <laughs> Ron didn't even know he existed. Yeah. He was just like walking around with his jinkos. With my chin up very high. Jinkos. Not looking down at the scum. <laughs> These guys look like they, they're into wrestling. These guys, yeah. These guys look like they don't wear jinkos. <laughs> Did, hey, Holden, didn't Joel say that to you? What? Like you weren't cool because you didn't wear jinkos? No, he, he noticed that I had them on one day and he goes, and it was a genuine question. It wasn't sarcasm. He was just like, are you cool? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm cool. It's like, oh. It's like you didn't know. <laughs> he thought you weren't cool and then you were cool. And yeah, he figured out that I was cool. That's nice when Which you can I just tell him that you were. I lied to him. Yeah. But yeah. You lied to the poor boy. I lied to him. If someone asks you if you're a god, you say <laughs> yes. <laughs> what, uh, does anyone else have any? I think that's it, man. We can do some parting wisdom. Yeah, what's your what's your closing? What do you got to say to the kids out there, Jeff? Ooh, oh boy, I didn't know I was gonna be putting on the spot like this. Hmm. Ooh, oh man. <sighs> well, kids, it's a. Uh, you don't have to stand. It's up not and... all about pants. I know we've kind of pushed that here today, and it's just not true. If George. someone's judging you because of your pants, they're not a true friend. But their pants are pretty cool. <laughs> uh James The more you know do 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 NBC right I have more Oh wait we're all like... supposed to give ourselves give some parting wisdom Yeah <laughs> I thought it was just going to be Jeff it's his podcast Okay we can stop there It's it evolves as it goes That's the point it just keeps changing I think we should let Jeff decide then Yeah Jeff, you decide. Ooh, so much power. You don't have to stand up in your chair right now, though. I mean, you can just sit down like the rest of us. I've just been waiting for him to put the <laughs> knife down the entire podcast. He hasn't put it down. Were you, have you guys been shaking? Yeah. Because I, yeah. I needed to go to the bathroom like 20 minutes ago. Like he hears us Do talking you about... I can pause it. Well, not as long as you have that knife in your hand. Yeah, he, he's heard us talk don't about the, talk the knife about twice, the knife. but he won't put it down. Yeah. It is kind of crazy to have people like, like you have them. I feel like I have you guys kind of captive here. Like with the knife, you probably right. need to go home and like go to sleep so you can well, I'd like for work to, and stuff. But, you you know, got a knife, but I'm like, no, we're gonna keep. I want to have this 130 minute podcast be 137 minutes. <laughs> And he's not even just holding it. He's like swinging it around like really close to our faces when it's our turn to talk. Which has made it difficult. Yeah. Like he gets really close. Like I hear it. I've already got a couple of little tiny baby cuts. Oh yeah. Oh, I thought that was some shit. Yeah, he got you, didn't he? Mm, He got me. Shut up. Whoa. (laughs) Let's end the podcast right now. Alright, thanks for listening. Did anyone get to the end? Congratulations. Should we give him like some kind of prize? Let's all applaud. Yay for you. You're great. Woo. All right.
right. Bye. Thanks for listening. Seriously. Bye.